It's Monday's Live at 5 Sports with Todd and Suhan. Bill on this end uh, for Todd. And last week, uh, Chip filled in for you, Jim. And uh, he and Todd had some good discussions. I hope you had a nice vacation. It was great. Yeah, we got to see Alaska. We got to see the glaciers. For, well, we said goodbye to the glaciers and uh, saw about 40 whales. So that was pretty cool. Yeah, boy, that doesn't happen <laughs> too much in the Twin Cities that you're going to see whales, I guess. But, uh, you know, while you were gone, the Twins seemed to be playing some pretty good baseball. Uh, you know, Arizona, not a bad team by any means. Uh, you know, the Twins get the sweep of them over the weekend. Uh, I don't know. Some of these young guys seem to be, uh, to be panning out for the Twins. Well, you know, Internally, while everyone else is panicking, I got always got the sense from Manit Twins baseball operations that they thought that they were due for a good second half run. Uh, you know, the pitching has been so good that's going to pay off in the long run. Um, and they figured they'd hit better. They're also facing a much easier schedule. Arizona actually played surprisingly well early in the season. They're terrible right now. Uh, and you know, let's face it, they were not punishing right-handed pitching the way they should have been with a very left-handed lineup. Now that Kepler and Julian are really uh, mashing, it, it's really changed the season around. Kepler, let's face it, Kepler has had about three, bad, three four bad years. Uh, he had a terrible first half. He, they would have been justified in getting rid of him. And just when you think they might be willing to get rid of him, they stick with him, and he, he performs great. This is, this is really as well as he's ever played. You know, I know he hit a lot of home runs when everybody else hitting home runs in 2019. But now, right now, he is the most important hitter on a you know probable division champion who's carrying the team, and this is what they always envisioned. Yeah, and it's I'm I'm happy for him because he seems like a real decent guy. Uh, eh, you know, he's he's fine. Uh, he's he's kind of an awkward. You know, guys can be very arrogant at times. Uh, sometimes you wonder how much he even likes baseball. Uh, and he, you know, he never really seems to know what to say when he's not playing well, which I get, but you know, I, I, I don't think this is, this really has anything to do with personality. This is just a guy with a lot of talent finally figuring out, figuring it out. And it does happen that way. You know, Matt Walner too has uh, showed some tremendous, uh, moments so far in his very, uh, young career, uh, you know, he, he's been clocked over 100 miles an hour, uh, you know, throwing the ball from left field for an out and also made a really a spectacular catch, I thought, yesterday. And, and despite hitting that home run, I mean, he's doing other things, too. Yeah, well, his, his primary value is going to be as a hitter. Yeah, he needs to hit to be in the major league lineup, uh, and he has hit. You know, it's ever since the last few days in the big leagues, since before he got sent down, to what he's done since he got called back up, he has... Tons of power potential, as you see. He hits the ball hard. He hits it a long way. He hits it with launch angle. Uh, tremendous throwing arm. He's a very good pitcher in high school. He throws hard and accurately. Uh, you don't always get that pairing. Fielding is supposed to be his weakness, but he, you know, he certainly is willing to go after the ball. You know, and it, it might not always be pretty out there. Uh, he's not going to look like Kepler, just kind of a graceful athlete, just moving under fly balls. But he has shown the ability to go get the ball, which is a nice bonus. What about uh, Dallas Keuchel? What were your impressions uh, in his initial outing yesterday? Well, you know he doesn't throw hard anymore, and you know he really knows what he's doing. So the question is, does he have enough stuff that his experience and his intelligence will pay off for him? And against the Diamondbacks, it did. Uh, Will it translate against better teams? We have no idea. Uh, And he's going to have to do all the pitchery things that, guys like him have to do, which is tease the strike zone, 
throw balls that look like strikes, throw strikes that look like balls, uh, keep people off balance, pitch up and in every once in a while, uh, and get kind of tease people into take, swinging at pitches they probably shouldn't swing at. That's not the best recipe for success, but you know he's what he's got to do is be a decent fifth starter for a little while here, and he might. And not many people have good fifth starters, so you know this is probably a good role for him. Yeah, it's kind of nice to have a, a veteran like that, though, uh, because Ryan was really struggling, and whether it was because of you know the injury or what was the case, uh, I think a little of a reset is going to hopefully help him. Well, it was pretty, you know, he had been pitching so well. And then all of a sudden he has two games where people are just teeing off on him. And you really had to think at that point, he didn't forget how to pitch all of a sudden. So one of two things were probably happening. Either people were picking up, you know, ticks or hints as to what he was going to throw, and they were able to focus in on exactly what he was going to throw, or he was dealing with an injury. It's almost better news. He didn't handle it well, but it's almost better news for the franchise that it was an injury. Because now you have the explanation. You know, now you know why he got those aberrant outings. And when he's healthy, he should go back to being himself. How uh, awkward must it be for Carlos Correa, just the way he's playing right now? And then, you know, he knows that, you know, everybody knows he's one of the highest paid players on the team and just is not producing. Uh, he's not. Uh, he has gotten more big hits of late. He got, you know, he got a big RBI single yesterday that was an important hit an important part time of the game. Uh, and this is another guy, you know, he probably won't, I would guess that next spring he will open up and say, you know what? The plantar fasciitis was killing me. I just couldn't swing the bat the way I wanted to. I was just trying to manufacture, you know, some way of getting the bat on the ball. Um, it just doesn't make sense for a player of his caliber to be playing hit to be hitting the ball the way he's hitting it this year. It could also, it's possible. It's also mental and that the, the, the pressure of the, uh, contract really weighed on him and he tried to do too much at this point all that really matters is he plays well from here on out you know he's not going to end up with his normal statistics if he plays well from here on out if he plays well in the postseason then you know they will have survived this Pablo uh, Lopez tonight is still second in uh, the American League and I think in baseball and strikeouts uh, uh, you know, yet he has kind of had some tough luck, too. He's given up some home runs with men on base. Uh, you know, he, really, he probably should have a better record than he has. He probably should. Sonny Gray certainly should. Um, you know, but he also hasn't been dominant enough to take full advantage of, of you know, the good stuff he's done. So, I don't know. I, the, you know, twins say that his kind of his deeper metrics indicate that he has pitched better than his record indicates. Uh, they were saying the same thing about Kepler before Kepler turned it around. But you still like to see the, you know, even if you don't value the traditional stats the way we used to, you'd still like to see him do better in the traditional stats. You'd like to see more victories. You'd like to see a lower ERA. You'd like to see him take command of more games. And you'd like to see him avoid that one inning that seems to haunt him. Um, you know, he's he's a good pitcher. Uh, he's a really good guy. He has a lot of things going for him. He works crazy. He's smart. But you want to see all that kind of produce ace material and not just, yeah, he's a good pitcher material. Switching gears uh, for the last couple minutes, Jim, on the Vikings, uh, their uh, preseason opener uh, Thursday. Are we going to see any starters at all uh, Thursday night? Or what? what's kind of the, uh, do you think, uh, the strategy going into this, uh, you know, now shortened preseason? I'm not sure yet. I would guess O'Connell's going to talk later today. He may give a hint. Um, he may just say, hey, starters aren't going to play. You kind of have to play a few starters here and there. 
you know, the question is, will we see any stars? My guess is we won't see any stars, but, you know, it, we, really, we really don't know at this point. Were you surprised they signed another wide receiver? Uh, well, he's a former first-round draft pick. He's a really talented college player. He's had injuries. He's been disappointing. It just doesn't really cost you much to take a look at a guy who might be. You know, if he ends up, you know, if either he or Rager, end up being, if they end up being your fourth and fifth receivers, or one of them ends up figuring it out while he's here, or one ends up being really somebody who can be, a, you know, a good sub for one of your top three receivers from out, I mean, why not take the shot at it? You know, the return game, especially kick returns, is not that big of a deal, but there is still some opportunities to return punts. Who do you envision in that uh, role for the Vikings this year? I think they like Rager in that spot. And, you know, again, another uh, he's a talented athlete. Things haven't gone perfectly for him. But he, he's the kind of guy who might break a big play for you here or there. Are they uh, where they need to be as far as uh, quarterbacks? Do they have a, a, a good enough backup if, if something were to happen to Cousins? Uh, we don't really know. Um, you know, I think they like – I really think they like Hayden. Uh, they want to see what he can do. Is he going to play well enough in this camp to be to win the backup job? That's one of the few areas of intrigue, really, on the roster. Because, listen, uh, Cousins has been incredibly durable. You don't expect him to get hurt, but nobody ever expects the guy to get hurt, you know, your starting quarterback to get hurt. If he gets hurt, then all of a sudden backup quarterback becomes one of the most important spots on the roster. You know, will so will be Mullins, will be Hayden. That is a that actually is a drama that will play out this spring, this uh, fall. Yeah, because you don't want to have to be scrambling trying to pull somebody off the street at the last minute. Uh, do you think Carson Wentz is actually going to get a job somewhere? Uh, I don't know. Um, you would think that somebody would roll the dice on him, but he just seems to be. Not only is he a. a a not a good player at this point in his career. He also seems to be a complete pain in the butt to be around. <laughs> and you really want your backup quarterback, in, with with rare exception, you really want your backup quarterback to be kind of a good team player, a good meeting room guy. And I don't know if, that Wentz is that guy. Yeah, that maybe is what's keeping him uh, from, from getting hired somewhere. So uh, I would think so. Yeah, Jim, great to speak with you today. Thanks so much, and uh, we'll uh, hope uh, the Twins can keep on the roll here. That would be fun. Thanks, Bill.